You are listening to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I am Steve Sears. I'm Brett Gannell. And the reason you might hear any echo is because the roof blew off of this place because we saw SummerSlam live. Yes, we did. How was it, guys? Oh, it, Steve didn't see it live. That's right. I, I didn't see it live. It was SummerSlam. Uh-oh. <laughs> Brett didn't like it so much, it sounds like. Guys, it was the biggest slam of the summer. Tell me about it. 25th slam of the summer. That's what I hear. Did you guys take Metro there, huh? Did you get to travel with a bunch of uh, fans in a crowded tube? Before we get into all that, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Oh, yeah. You could have read a book on the Metro on the way to SummerSlam? Guys, tell me. Why bother when you can go to audible.com and get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash comedy podcast network. Wow! That is amazing. <laughs> There's over 100,000 100, 100, titles. 000. You, you want to say how many there are, and then you can't believe it. Your yeah. jaw drops on the floor. This kind of comes out like 100,000. It's the perfect storm of how many titles there are. 100,000. <laughs> 100,000. Yeah. That's how many fans were in attendance for SummerSlam. Over 100,000 fans and titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Guys, quick time check. Brett, what was the last book you read? Oh, my life outside the ring. Okay, Scott, your last book that you read. Cat in the Hat. I don't read. I have to listen to stuff. We could have saved so much time had we just used Audible. There you go. Go there now. So we went to SummerSlam. We yeah. went live in Los Angeles at Staples Center. We had our tickets. I was We're... very jealous that I missed it, guys. You, I was I, this. I like going to SummerSlam with you guys. I like being in Los Angeles. I like what venues come here. That's just wanted to interrupt you guys and say that. <laughs> yeah, good. good what good, a good. weird like plant for a snake oil salesman. Like, <laughs> I really like feeling healthy, and uh, boy, that all sounds good to me, sir. Is, is there yeah. a pay per view that you'd be interested in going to? Well, maybe I've got tickets for you, sir. You're the man who can't walk. Would you like to? see wrestling i'd love to uh of the this is now the third consecutive one in a row uh since i've lived in los angeles right no it's the 25th well the the third one i've been to oh so SummerSlam, brett ganell yeah the the brett ganell years Mm -hmm. uh and i would rank i can't wait for that dvd release you'd rank this third yeah Oh, that's good. That's third place. Yeah. That's, uh, hey, that's, that's, that's high ranking. Uh, I, I believe uh, the Olympics were just recently held somewhere in London. Yeah. So that's the bronze. A lot of people got third there. Uh, 2010 was the gold. Uh, and last what was year the main was event the was, uh, of 2010? That was that big tag match with the Hitman. Oh, uh, Team Nexus. Cena Team versus Nexus. Team Nexus. Nexus. Yes. Team awesome. WWE. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so that's, that's gold. Mm-hmm. And then you've, last year's I thought was really good. Uh, uh, Cena when, versus the, Punk. Yeah, when Kevin Nash came out of the crowd and silver. power bombed. That is yeah. silver. Mm-hmm. That is the that no, is the silver. Yeah. No. Uh, no big uh, crowd pleasers this time. No big. So crowd. this is the this one would be what this was the main a, event this summer. So this was? it was still bronze. It still ranks high. Yeah, that's, third. That's I, I wouldn't give it a medal if I had Brett been to loves one. it. It's third place. It, if if I go and I will go next year, I will move this one out of medal contention altogether. Wow. Well, what if honorable if, mention? What yeah. if that's what it gets? Next year is so bad that it somehow bumps this one up to silver. Well, if this is the it's bypassing place, the awesome one from the year before. I, well, I, I think those are pretty untouchable. The you know, unless they get better towards this year, but this ju- this one just wasn't that good. Well, since Brett hates things, let's find out about WWE 13. The roster yes. was revealed. Yeah, and that's one good thing that happened over this weekend. This happened that. during Access. Yeah. that the, the the CM Punk was there and Jr. and Lawler, and they revealed this 80 superstar filled roster. It, 80. That's kind of a stretch. Do you Is want it? me to count? Yeah. yeah, I have it up right now. Well, you can count. One. 
two, three. All right. We'll get <laughs> four. We'll get back to you five. in a little bit. Yeah, we'll check yeah. in a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I I think it's exciting. I think they got a whole gamut of guys that are, are pretty cool. There's, yeah, there's always some that's like, well, oh, you could leave it. I, and I a lot of re- repeats. That's why I'm saying 80s kind of a No, no, no. Uh, Hunico and Epico turns out are two different guys, Brett. <laughs> I learned this. Oh, okay, good. It's good, not good. a repeat. All right, fifty-six. <laughs> good. Fifty-seven. You're upset, Brett, about the uh, the trifecta of Foley's. Uh, yeah, they've got multiple Foley's again this year. Mm-hmm. Mankind, Dude Love, Cactus Jack, and then just regular Mick Foley. Is, uh, is that I, on there? I don't believe so. I, I don't believe regular Mick is on here. Uh, it's is. a good thing they didn't put it. Uh, uh, I believe you're talking about number twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Number 12. No, there's a Mankind, there is a Dude Love, and then there is a Freewheeling Mick Foley, where his hair is all... No, it's Cactus Jack. Cactus yeah, Jack. it's Cactus Jack. But yeah, but yeah, Cactus there's... Jack is the dark side of Mick Foley, guys. Yeah. It's the Mick Foley that was always there, but he could never reveal it because he's so dangerous. Well, we... there's some cool ones here. There, you got Big Boss Man, mm-hmm. the evil Big Boss Man. Good, good. And then there's three Triple H's now. That you got the Connecticut Blue Blood, the yeah. you know first HHH, and then the the uh, one that uh, what the uh, just one say what now. the you know, yeah what the, the, uh, the now what the, look guys uh, the most now. importantly Shane McMahon most oh I'm sorry eighty most importantly the, uh, the 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 very first person you see on the roster is Mark Henry in his Louis Farrakhan gear yeah <laughs> which I, I the nation of domination and he's got the he's got the classic I am not going to smile in this photograph. Smile right. going, well, which isn't a smile. It's a frown. I thought we should talk to the general manager of SmackDown about this roster because he probably had a lot to do with it. He probably made a lot of executive mm-hmm. decisions about this roster. When you get in that position of power, you have you can then uh, you can conduct policy. You yeah. can get these. You can get the people into those games you want to see. So I, I think we should bring Booker T in here to talk about this roster. <laughs> What's up, y'all? You didn't even have to introduce him. I was so close to introducing Booker that no, time. No, I heard you guys was getting into my segment. So I just came in, Joe. <laughs> you think we're cutting into your own time? Fab <laughs> Booker, this roster is huge. There's 80 guys there on here. There is 80 superstars. Uh, Jinder Mahal is in this Jinder game? Jinder Mahal is in the game for the first time, Fame 5. Uh, Kevin Nash with dyed black hair is in the Kevin game? Kevin Nash, dog. Big reveal. Ken Shamrock? Shamrock, dog. Completely lost in the ring. Don't know what he's going to do. You got to talk him through it. Well, I even got karma on there. I mean, wasn't there enough cons- uh, conspiracy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had karma in the game, okay? Mm-hmm. Then we got rid of her, but we left her in the game because it was too expensive to get her out of the game. Okay. I see. Yeah. You have John Laurinaitis is in the game. Laurinaitis is in the game, dog. Booker, People you're power. hitting the equipment. People power. Uh, Booker, I wanted to ask you, there's a lot of attitude guys in here. Yeah, there I, is a lot of attitude. I know one guy that I would have liked to have seen on there. Who is that, Scott Nova? Pete Gass. Ha <laughs> ha! Put him in. You're going to put him in? No, you put him in. Oh, I put him in. Well, yeah, how am create I a superstar, dog. <laughs> you expect me to take the time, Booker, to yeah. make a sweater create vest? Create a superstar. I have, Scott, I'm sure you know some of his moveset. What is, what's on Pete Gass's repertoire? A punch. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 nothing, mo- hit- nothing more all-American than a punch. Yeah, hitting somebody with a, with a trash can. 
He's a two-time hardcore champ. How, how could Pete Gass have been left off the roster, Booker? Look, there's a lot of guys that they left off that I suggested. You suggested more guys? Yeah. Well, who, do, who else does? Who that? Who that? Magnum T.A. <laughs> Magnum T.A. Yeah, who, left who, off the roster. Who that? You keep asking that, Steve. No, I was asking who that were left off, off the roster, and then he said T.A., and I was like, who is that? Okay. I don't get his joke. I don't either. I'm sorry. It's not a joke. I really want to know who that is. <laughs> ah, Steve Sears. Okay, so uh, he was left off. Who else? Who else did you submit to be in this game, Booker? That was left off. American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Did you happen to notice that they said they wanted attitude superstars yeah, in there? from Star Cade. I don't know. I, I don't uh, think there was a crossover between Attitude and Star Cade. Yeah, I don't. Booker, I think if you look it up, if you look it up on your. You got the app now, right? The WWE. WWE. This is the highest selling app, free app right now in America. Dog. Highest selling free app? Yeah. Wait, don't you own a store? I do. I was part of the development team of this app. But you also own a store in Houston, right? Mm -hmm. You just said the highest selling free. You don't happen to sell your stuff for free at the store, do you? Uh, we have the highest selling gift shop in America. All our stuff is free. No way. Uh, I think you might have the quickest turnover, but I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. say that it was the fastest. The stuff just walks right out the door. I, I think it probably someone picks yeah. it up and we does can't walk right keep out the, door. the shelves stocked at that store. Booker, how are you making any money? At we this? have not yet cleared a profit. <laughs> Booker, this is just a, oh my god! All your clothes are rags. Yeah. <laughs> What? I can no I longer afford this my suits. <laughs> Booker, are those suits they put on you on SmackDown or those yeah, gifts? I give them back after the end of each show. Booker, you should hang on to those clothes. Oh. Well, Booker, we're very excited about the game, and we're thrilled that you're in it, too. Hey, guys, three Triple H's, three McFoley's, two Mark Henry's. There's a lot of doubled-up characters. Will we get some GI, bro? Oh, uh, for sure. Who dat? <laughs> That's Booker. Oh. <laughs> Three five, Steve C. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Booker. Thanks for stopping by. No problem. By. I out, spin a Rooney. But he just flew out of the room. Yeah, just spin a Rooney on out. So I'm excited for the game. Oh, I think it's going to be really awesome. fun. Yeah. Has there been any change to the gameplay? Or, I mean, ever since they did that last uh, week? With, with more Lock? guys, it's more awesome. I believe you guys are correct. Which one are you guys going to get? Are you going to get the uh, Steve Austin released one or the one with CM Punk on the cover? I think I'm going to go Stone Cold. That's kind of sucks for for CM Punk. Why? That they're going to have him on the cover, but the more desirable package is going to be the one that's not him. I disagree. I think the Stone Cold design, even though it's Stone Cold, it doesn't look as cool as the CM Punk-like cover. Yeah, but, but you, you want the goodies. You want all the stuff that's going to come with it. So. You want that. You want that sweet package in your how, hands. How much is that? You want that sweet package in your hands. I understand. How much is it going to cost for me to wrap my hands around that sweet package? I think it's going to be like ten dollars more. Just ten dollars more to get your hands on that sweet fucking package. Ten dollars for a sweet package in yeah, my hands. In your hands. That yeah. close to my. Never mind. Slap it against your face. Yeah. Too. When cares? it gets hot, just like rub it all over. You guys are making me bashful. <laughs> well. Back to SummerSlam. We were in our seats. We had we had really good seats. We were able to see everything very clearly. Uh, and we're there for the opening starter, which is the pre-show. Santino Morella, the United States champion versus Antonio Cesaro. With Oksana. Guys, tell me everything about this. Oh, when Brett sees Oksana, he gets a, a lot of phlegm in his mouth. <laughs> One more time, clear. That's Oksana. <laughs> is she as attractive in person as she is on the TV? Uh, she looked pretty darn good, boy. 
I like it. Don't uh, call me a fucking boy. <laughs> she looked good, boy. Good, good thing you didn't say that to Booker when he was around. No, Goodness, I that, that is walking the line. I think she, uh, Axana has oh, the of, of racist county. You are in, you've gone from racist county to racistville. You're in the you're in the state of racism. Man, I am so excited for uh, Big Boss Man in the game. <laughs> Did one of you have something to say to me, dog? No, uh, Cobb County, Georgia, walk the line. Right. Serving hard time. I'm out. See y'all. Brett, you turned white when oh. he came back in the room. He snuck up right behind me. <laughs> I think Oksana has the personality of this styrofoam cump that's in, in front of you, Steve. This styrofoam cump right here? Yeah, the cump. <laughs> uh, so I, I got a lot of words to say. Sometimes I combine them to save time. I appreciate that, Scott, but I should let you know, Oksana is tasty as Gatorade with ice. I'll tell you <laughs> Those middle that. Europeans, though. Oof. Nice. Middle, what do you mean middle? She's European? like the middle of the road? Where, she's, where is she from? You mean like her class? No, middle, like... Middle I should also of point Europe. out that I'm really glad you didn't serve in any sort of uh, capacity of power during World War II. It's like, <laughs> oh, those middle Europeans, they don't count. Let's just, I mean, they're good lookers, but... Uh... Well, she's not Eastern European. She's not Western she's... European. She's right in the middle. She's, she's fun. She, you know what she is? She's generic, cliched European. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. She's like a uh, she's like a European person on burden notice. Yeah, good. <laughs> well, this like was that. a fun match. This was a this was an entertaining opener. Get things started. Uh, the title was on the line. There was a lot of speculation, thinking that Cesaro was going to win it, mm-hmm. and sure enough, he did. And he uses that move that I always think he's going to pile drive the guy. Yeah, he brings him up like a cradle pile driver, yeah. and then just <laughs> instead looks just like oh he's too heavy, and then falls forward. forward. Yeah, yeah. And it's a damaging finishing maneuver. Very damaging. Mm-hmm. You just land on a guy's face. Uh, but Santino got his cobra torn up. So sad. Mm-hmm. His jerk-off sock all torn up. I'm glad that the reign of the cartoon character is over, at least for now. Hey, he's still around, man. Just because he doesn't have a belt doesn't mean he can't bring Whoa. joy to children and middle adults like us. WWE title. Going for it. He's now so? eligible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now he's got the United States belt out of the way. He's going after Punk. That, well, let's see it. Let's see it. I hey, well, it. he was using the elimination chamber and he was killing Boom. it. Yeah. He looked great. People were going crazy. They wanted to see him win. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was fun. Yuck. Uh, Brett did not like it. Did you, were you happy about this? I, I love the outcome. Yeah. I like to see a legitimate guy that looks like he can handle himself beat the cartoon character. What do so you think by about that, you mean his package. You mean that he can handle his package. Yeah, yeah. His, his, the, his packaging is $10 more, <laughs> at least. <laughs> uh, so then... Well, the show's about to start, but as we were sitting there, I realized I didn't have a SummerSlam cup. What? Oh, from yeah. the old 7-Eleven or no, from the, uh, the arena? Yeah. yeah. Years now, at least three years, there's been these SummerSlam cups that uh, 7-Eleven sells. And if it's mm-hmm. not the SummerSlam cup, then they'll be doing the uh, the All-Stars cup? Yeah, that was part of the 7-Eleven. Uh... For SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. Some sort of mixed promotion? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One side it of it was the like Stone Cold Steve Austin in the All-Stars Figure and then the real one. <laughs> Brett, stay out of my cupboards. A hologram, stay out of my a hologram cupboards, one. Those uh, are the ones that Steve has. I have Cena, and I, I, my girlfriend threw out my Edge cup and my Randy Orton cup. Good. Oh, Your they, girlfriend did you a favor. Those were nice cups. Where are they? I keep change in the Edge and the. I keep quarters in Stone Cold Steve. Austin hey, you heard it here, <laughs> listeners. Changes in Edge. Those are big ass fucking slur- big gulp cups. Yeah, yeah. When you Brett see Stone has Cold- got at least a hundred dollars in change. When you see Stone Cold desk. walking around and you hear that ching ching ching, that's not the neck surgery bolts in there. That's Brett's change inside of Stone Cold Steve Heck Austin. Yeah. Also, no SummerSlam uh, official program. The program that I bought was. <laughs> 
just the regular WWE like yearly program. Also, thank you, listeners. I was about to say. Also, speaking of ridiculous stuff that really is super fucking banal. <laughs> never trust a homeless person who's asking for change with a big gold cup. That's just greedy. Yeah, there you go. Well, every year Brett uh, has a bit of an issue with the programs. Yeah, at, at it was the an adventure last year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, because I didn't get one. Oh, well, fifty-two episodes earlier, and a you could tiff hear. was had. Oh, definitely. And this year, I yelled at anybody who would listen to that one. <laughs> and this that year, was it. Was Brett the guy? Was the guy at Staples Center <laughs> yelling in the middle of the linoleum, just be like, "Will anybody fucking listen to me?" <laughs> well, this year, Brett walks in, immediately buys a program for the first vendor that has one, and then uh, uh, another guest that went with us, Sam, who does the improv shows with us. He put it in Sam's backpack and didn't crack it open at all or take a look at it whatsoever, mm-hmm. which blew my mind. That's because it's going in the time capsule, right? Yeah. I looked at it when I got home. I looked at it the next day. And How then did I you realized know what was going on during the show? Because it was not SummerSlam specific at all. <laughs> it was just the regularly issued one. The one from 2010, and I can't speak for last year because they sold out of them in 20 minutes. <laughs> Which you could have bought online, I keep telling you. Uh, but the, it had all the matches right from side. SummerSlam, and then they listed all the people that were part of the roster. They printed up something special just for the event. This is supposed to be the WrestleMania of the summer. I hear it's the <laughs> grandest, it's the biggest slam of the summer, at least that. It's, it's supposed to be the second biggest pay-per-view that they do. So no SummerSlam cups, but Brett had his program, so we were good to go. We were good to start. I should point out, this podcast today is is going to be fraught with dissent because I loved SummerSlam. But you watched it on TV. I watched the pay-per-view, and I watched it on TV, and I loved it. I thought it was really solid. And Brett only watched it live, and I did both. I watched it live, and then I watched it on TV with Steve. Scott is the most informed at this moment. I Mm -hmm. think... I can understand how a lot of the stuff didn't play in person, but being getting to watch on TV, as we're, most of us are kind of used to, mm-hmm. you get to be at every point in the arena and getting to see all those dynamic cameras. Wait, you mean yeah. most of us are kind of used to watching it on TV on a regular basis? No, 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 no. Is that what I said? I meant to say people only go to live wrestling. <laughs> what was what? I was just yelling at you like I yelled at the program guys. <laughs> so then. <laughs> <laughs> we head into the opening montage of the show. It's 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 epic. You know, but we did walk to premiere section three. By the way, you're leaving that out. That's a. Do you want me to section. do everything? Oh yeah, we had to walk up. Do you to want to talk about how your section, uh, where I was last year as well, because uh, we had a lot of fun talking about it last year that I was in the premiere section, uh-huh. but now you guys got to live it too. It's the same level as uh, where like the. Uh, the luxury boxes are. But That's then, where people pee for you. Yeah. Well, there's there's special bathrooms that only you can use. Yeah, that they pee for you. Would you like to talk about that? How you held your dick before the show started? <laughs> oh, Lord. I thought I was just having a stroke. No, that's my phone. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but it's nice. It's fun. And the, the beer lines are never that long. Uh, and the bathroom lines are never that long. Uh, how would your seats that you had compare to your rich man seats from last year? Uh, we were We were more centered to the ring closer uh yeah we were third row centered to the ring so and this was uh further closer and to the, the verdict Tron was seventh row they, they were good seats but nobody peed for you nobody peed for you. okay so we have the opening montage which leads us into chris jericho versus dolph ziggler tremendous match the first the curtain jerk match of the actual broadcast yes yeah. yes tremendous match breakneck speed 
flying and I thought live it looked a little weird. It looked like they missed some stuff. It looks like they weren't uh, completely in sync. And then to hear that you watched it on TV and it looked great. It did look great. You know what? I I did, I did think it did look a little sloppy in the fact that uh, Dolph Ziggler was obviously wearing some sort of grandma's pink underwear that were three sizes too big, and then he put his trunks on over them. I think that was to me very distracting. But I, like a lot of the that match was one of those ones that it was just solid. It was fast, and then when it picked up the pace, it was it got breakneck speed. And it's always one of those things where live with guys that are that fast and are sort of moving around, I feel like when there is any sort of mistakes that happen, I mean, having not seen it, I feel like a lot of it can get glossed over because they keep moving. They move on to the next thing. And yeah. it's sort of, you can't, if you're going to dwell on it, if they dwelled on it, then they would have lost the entire fucking crowd. I like the reality of the collisions where not everything hits right. And back in the day, your monsoons would be like, he didn't get all of that one, or like he overshot mm-hmm. it, or those types of justifications which you lose live and in this day and age, Cole and Lawler don't do it, which sucks. Right, right. Because Lawler will still try to say like, oh, no, but it, yeah, that like, hurt right there. Oh, he kicked his head off. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, he clearly missed He, he hit the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and Ziggler's also one of those guys that he always looks like he's doing something wrong in the way that's like, oh, he's landing. Oh, it's his shoulder. Oh, yeah. his neck. Oh, his spine melted. Yeah, he, like, he always hit. looks like, oh, he didn't land right. But that's sort of, I think, what is kind of his charm is. It always looks like when he gets his hit. Charm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it's, it's great. It's it very Flair-esque. Looks... It's very mm-hmm. Flair-esque. Every, looks... every hit that he gets, he sells as if it's career but, it, but it, And then once yeah. he breaks his back, it will be Flair-esque because yeah. it'll be very, like, uh, the same every time. <laughs> No, he won't I'm fly done. all over the place. All you, right. we, now, uh, Scott and I were a, had a one-person buffer between us, but I had made a call early on <laughs> that if the world uh, if it, the world heavyweight championship wasn't the curtain jerk match, which has been the norm lately, that I thought norm. when Ziggler came out, I was like, well, this is what's <laughs> going to happen. This is the big SummerSlam surprise. Jericho will win that match, and then we're going to see Ziggler later cash in money in the bank. Oh. And I was sure that that was going to happen, especially after the outcome of that match. Yeah, well, no. you know, a lot of people think that uh, I was trying to do my Cliff Clavin and it wasn't working. <laughs> a little no fact. Uh, <laughs> little no no fact. surprises, nothing. Uh, sometimes they don't do the uh, uh, the um, Sucksville USA. Surpr- no surprises? No Ziggler surprises. tapped. Did you see that coming? Uh, Surprise! I, I knew he was going to lose. I knew Ziggler was going to oh, lose. All right. Yeah. Well, I do you think that he uh, he slipped somehow on the credibility uh, wagon? I think that the, that the credibility do much, wagon lost the wheel. That doesn't do much to to bolster him as a heavyweight potential heavyweight champion. I think I disagree yeah. because I, watching the match, he put on a great show. It looked like he was a. It looked like Jericho wasn't winning easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, and also he's also he's still got the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. Ultimately, Ziggler loses too much. Right now, altogether, not just to Jericho, but he's he's had to bend down to Sheamus plenty of times. Like he's, I agree that he he, he's lost too much, too much but yeah. at the same time, I, the reason he does that is because he looks so spectacular. When yeah, he people, him. I'm sure everybody loves to wrestle him. He he sells everything like a magician. But. Man, I'd love to bend down to for a world title match. I'll tell you what, I'd, right now, you, you'd I'd bend, bend down, down for if, if the title wasn't on the line. I'll do it. And speaking of uh, of uh, bolster. <laughs> <laughs> then we go into the Heyman and Lesnar promo backstage. Awesome. Good stuff. I, I like that. It got life, me more guys. excited. I loved it on the old TV. It got me more excited yeah. for that match. Yeah. Until, Did its job. until Lesnar talk. I, I'm fine with that. I, I, everybody... It's better that it's in small doses now, but his 
his voice does not match his physique. That's what makes him scary. That's like the most, the worst kind of terror is something that's disorientating. Like when you don't know what's going and like. Like Tyson talking. Yeah, like when yeah. Tyson's talking to you or. Bobby like, Lashley. Imagine like, yeah, imagine Bobby Lashley having three, three espressos and talking. You'd be like, hey guys, how you doing? It's really good. And it's like this tiny voice is coming out of this giant person and he's, you know, he's crushing cats with his hands. Like there's something about, it doesn't have to not make sense. There's just something about it that it's like your entire equilibrium goes. Yeah. And when like, you watch Brock Lesnar talk, it's like, oh, man, he's really angry. God, he, if I close my eyes, he sort of sounds like my <laughs> my junior high soccer coach. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's very bizarre. Did you have a junior high soccer coach? No, I was going to try to make, I have a lot of family in Minnesota, though. And so, like, a lot of the family. <laughs> ah, soccer country. country. Yeah, soccer country. Speaking of soccer country, it's time for jerk tweets. Jerk tweets. Jerk, 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 jerk it out. Jerk it, jerk, jerk. Send your jerk tweets. Have them read online. Jerk, jerk, jerk tweets. Read online. Jerk, jerk, jerk tweets. Tell your friends. I meant jerk to tweets. Edit. I meant to edit that. <laughs> That's well. I let the full one play though. I know. Uh, every week, go to Twitter.com and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. At Brian Spoon seventy nine says, "We're now a month into the three hour raw format." you think it's working or should it have stayed at two hours? I think the first two, it looked promising. The first two three-hour ones, it looked promising. And then I think the last two have been uh, filler. Promised. Really a a ton of filler. And uh, they're just rerunning the same video package like five times during the three hours now. What are you saying? What do you mean by promised? Oh, because it was promising. And then boom, promised. If they were using this extra time to have more wrestling matches and let mid-card guys and more things develop, then I would say it would be good, but they they aren't. I think that's the one weird thing about the three-hour Raws that I don't know if... I can't imagine it works this way anymore. Like, back in late 90s, early 2000s, when you had to switch back and forth when there was no DVRs, Mm -hmm. and so you... Or if you tuned in late, you'd miss something. Now everybody DVRs it, and so if there's something you missed, you fast-forwarded it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't need to be seen. I don't need to see what I already saw in the show an hour and a half later. So they're still doing it based on the people flipping over. And I think so. They. I mean, no, no lie. They probably played that uh, Brock Lesnar Triple H video package six times on the last run. Well, guys, based on WWE's MySpace page, I think they're really at the forefront of sort of understanding the, the TV technical social landscape. Steve, you don't know shit. Look at their friendster, you stupid bastard. <laughs> Look, I'm pretty sure that the pictures they're putting up on that board at that community center, letting people know when the matches are, mm-hmm. are really letting everybody be informed. Hey, I'm Goldust's friend on Friendster, okay? I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I, I And think, Pillman's friend. I think you, I'm waiting for him to write me back. Oh. oh. I'm waiting, guys. <laughs> I think that... Uh, I think you guys are right. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, hey, this is the model that it's been, and we're bringing in new viewers. I'm sure they've got some 60-year-old... Uh, television executive was like yeah this is what the kids like twitter <laughs> i like it i just wish that it, it's just so long there's so many shows there's so much stuff so it's oh, well, well, i don't want to start fast forwarding three hours but i still if, enjoy three it. hours if there's a pay-per-view three hours if for raw regardless two mm-hmm. hours for smackdown you're already at eight hours two hours for impact and then if they do which it, they don't want you to watch yeah which they don't want you to watch but then and then also if they do a pay-per-view then you've got 13 hours of wrestling to watch in one week. This and you're a, broke and hanging out in your parents' basement without your... It's, no, a, lot, go it's a lot of wrestling. At Anil Sanger says, Guys, no joke. WWE Studios is set to co-produce 
a WrestleMania-themed Scooby-Doo animated movie. Your thoughts. Rut row. <laughs> Where's all the money going to go? Uh, superstars and divas including Triple H, John Cena, Kane, The Miz, Brodus Clay, Santino Marella, Sin Cara, and AJ will appear in animated form and, lead, and lend their voices to the project. Scooby-Doo's have a long history of having guest stars and like Definitely. weird celebrities that sort of look like them. Everybody has that weird upside-down corn kernel body <laughs> with the long legs. I mean, if they, if they, you know what they should do? They should put the whole thing in the 70s and it's all territory, guys. That'd be fantastic. But did you hear what I said? Sin Cara is going to be leading, uh, lending his voice to this. Sin Cara. Maybe we should talk to him just for a quick second about what if, if he's planned on doing something special for his character. Do you want to call him up? Yeah. All right, we'll call up Sin Cara right now to see if he's got some in mind for the Scooby-Doo uh, movie. Okay, it's ringing. Sin Cara? Hey, Sin Cara, it's uh, Curtain Jerks. It's uh, Steve and Brett and Scott. Ah. He says, hey, guys, it's, uh, it's good to be back. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Hey, we're just seeing some news that there's going to be a Scooby-Doo slash WWE Superstars animated picture coming up soon. Oh, he's do- it's the Scooby-Doo song. He's oh, a Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Okay. Where are you? Got some. He didn't know the words. No, he didn't know the rest of it. Okay. Uh, and you're part of it? You're going to be animated. Is that exciting for you? Oh, it sounds like you're a little disappointed. Are you? Oh, wait. Are you going over your script right now? I think I can hear some pages or something. Do you think you could maybe uh, give us a line reading? Give us one of your parts? I, I, I could probably <laughs> improvise as Shaggy along with him. Yeah, sure. Okay. Does that work for you, Sinkara? Oh, he's, he's, he's getting ready. Vocal he's getting exercises. Yeah. So I'm sure that there's going to be some exchange about like, Oh, I need a sandwich. Oh, uh, Sin is actually just breathing heavily because <laughs> he's playing the ghost. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm so scared like Zoinks, man. Yeah, just more breathing. Oh, okay. He, well, yeah. that's a good part for him. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for talking to us, buddy. <laughs> oh, that was supposed to be Scrappy-Doo at the end. Oh, awesome. <laughs> wow, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll beat WWE to the punch and release our own Scooby-Doo WWE. I like the sound of that. I, oh, I don't good. mind to jump around or step on your toes or anything, but if we're going to be talking Ow, my about... fucking toes, man. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But if we're going to be talking about WWE uh, projects or film stuff, do they have anything else going on that's utterly fucking ridiculous? Uh, yeah, the Miz is Intercontinental Champion and is in the Marine 3. <laughs> Yar! I don't mind him being Intercontinental Champion. Oh, I, that's the one thing Brett likes, everybody. Is that the one thing you like about SummerSlam? I, no, well, he didn't win it at SummerSlam, nor did he lose it. He beat Batman. <laughs> True, we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> next up was Daniel Bryan versus Kane. I love this match. I thought it was great all the way up until the end. I love this match all the way. You know what? I actually thought it was terrible until the end. <laughs> I, was, I, I love it. Dan O'Brien Live is so much fun now because of the yes and no's, and he's getting so much into it. Like it's he gets it's a blast. Like just watching him, it's infectious. He gets so worked up. It's really really fun to watch. There is no way in hell a five nine hundred and seventy pound guy is gonna small package a seven foot three hundred and fifty pound. He guy. caught him off guard going for the tombstone. 
And to it's be honest, I don't think there's any way that a guy could have his face burned off and then have his hair grow out the back of his head for a long time <laughs> and then use a mask and then have a brother who has also been able to raise the dead and conduct lightning storms. <laughs> and when that person was maybe off for just four months, but his hair grew from shaved to the skull to four feet long. Yeah. Yeah. That can happen, but no fucking way yeah, that so a five foot nine guy, guy could do a small package and get him down on the mat for three fucking I can seconds. understand a sneaky win, and I think that would have been great. But oh, that's not a sneaky that win. That oh, that's a, it was a sneaky win because it made you irritated and it snuck up on you. He piled seven foot of flesh on top of itself for three seconds. That's a lot of flesh, man. You got to yeah. kick out of that. I didn't like the end. You, Brett, it seems to me that you have a uh, a selective reality when it comes to professional <laughs> wrestling. Like you, you'll apply your own statistics and your own like personal preference to it, and that helps you as a fan to build sort of your own mythology to it. That small package is a great finish between uh, Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat. So a guy, a, great... a guy not wearing a shirt and wearing pants, and another guy not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Two wearing guys pants. that are roughly around the same size, where that sort of like uh, th- the difference in power wouldn't be something that could let the other one kick out of it. And, easy uh, but didn't also one of those guys have a pet that was a bald guy that was very hairy that looked like a ball sack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, there's a... Like you mean utter, Paul Bearer? <laughs> no, it was, George, it was the George the Animal Steel. Oh. But there's like an, uh, there's an utter ridiculousness to it that you have to be able to, you know, if, if, if you're going to put this, if you're going to try to put this reality to it, it's going to be difficult because it's already so fantastical anyway. It's like saying Superman... Would always beat Batman, no matter how smart Batman is. Because, like, why doesn't he just use his laser beams and blow Batman's head off? Or Shawn Michaels could beat Vader. Batman's smarter than Superman. (laughs) (laughs) You just, you can't. He'd have a contingency plan before Superman. I'm serious. Like, that's, there's, there's an element there that it seems like you could be handicapping yourself if you're going to get frustrated by it because they're going to keep going in this direction. Well, you know, here's the thing. I rewrite the finish. Uh, Daniel Bryan takes a turnbuckle pad off. Somehow he gets Kane to knock himself out on the turnbuckle pad and then wins that way. Still the same thing. He snuck away with a win. It's believable. Much more believable than than putting a seven-foot guy in a small package and him seven not fo- being able to kick out And it's it. a small That's package. It was a part. small package from where? It was from... Was it a press slam or something? What was he doing? Kane was tombstoning uh, uh, Dana Bryan after the choke slam. Mm-hmm. And then he snuck up over the shoulders and then scooped down the side and then grabbed some... Uh, some five on two, and then bam, small package. He could have been squeezing the balls really tight, Brett. We didn't see that. Yeah. He could have been putting some thumbs in the old mask. Holes. He could have been yes, yes, yes in those balls. <laughs> uh, but what upset me about the finish of this match that was that was teased and promised was, I thought we were going to see Charlie Sheen. This is true. Yeah. I thought we were going to see Charlie Sheen get involved in some way. But turns out we did a little investigative reporting at the show. We snuck backstage while this uh, right after the match because when we saw Kane go back, they were like, "Well, we better get back there real quick." So we did. We narrowly missed uh, getting hip tossed in, uh, into the abyss by uh, Kane. He was pissed. Yeah, he he took abyss and then threw him, <laughs> and then uh, Joseph Parks was there like, "Oh, excuse me, you shouldn't do this." <laughs> <laughs> oh, more clients. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, and we we got we got, some, we got some we got some we got some audio from this because we saw Charlie Sheen backstage. With Iron Sheik. Let me cue it, cue it up on the reel to reel. All right, there we go. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, 
Bears, uh, uh, Street Wall, Street Wall, Charlie Sheen. Ah, Shiki baby, you are so bald. Ah, look at you, look at the pointed you nose you have on your face. Hey, you know what's weird in the 80s? I don't remember it being this long, but look. This is me looking directly at you. Yeah, you look at me. Yeah. I'm looking at you. And now the profile. Look at this thing. You're like a nickel. You're like American nickel. You're like five cent. Yeah, I feel like a witch or something. Look at this thing. we be a tag team. You me, Shiki uh, baby. Oh, Shiki machine baby. Shiki Shiki baby. Oh, uh, the machine machine. Yeah, see I'm a punk I like a Pepsi. We like the Coke. Yeah, Coke baby. Yeah. Yeah, we take uh, we take uh, we take uh, the prime time players and we fuck them in the ass and then make them humble. I don't think I'm gonna fuck anybody in the ass, especially no no guys. Would you? Would you? You fuck a, you, you? I fuck Emilio Estevez in his ass and make him humble. That's my brother. I fuck a Martin Sheen, the president of the United States, in his ass and make him humble. That's my dad. Uh, your dad's uh, president, uh, Iran, number one, USA. Ha! Look. You got me right in the face that time, buddy. All yeah, right. yeah. Did I fuck you in your ass? Come on, come on, baby. Hey, look. You jabroni, you be my tag team and champion hey, partner. Just back off, all right? Kane storming by. I don't want to get in any sort of trouble, all right? Uh, yeah, we be in a platoon together. We be in a platoon. We be in the, the getaway. Oh, we could put you in blackface. You could be Forrest Whitaker's character, yeah. What the, What is a Forrest? The Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker was in platoon with me. Forrest Whitaker is a jabroni faggot cricket dick. Uh, cricket dick? I crush your dick, Charlie Sheen! Ah, oh, that's where it cuts out right there. Yeah, we had to get out of there because of the dick crushing. <laughs> Chic, I do not remember when he started crushing dicks like that. <laughs> don't you? It happened to you. On I there. remember when it happened to me. I don't know when it became such a regular deal. Oh, well, who knows? Well, So, yeah, Kane was backstage pitched, and then that moves on into the next match, the Intercontinental match, Rey Mysterio versus The Miz, and Rey Mysterio was dressed as Batman. And when I watched this with Steve, I wrote this down because I didn't know if you'd remember. I'll, uh, <laughs> Steve said when Rey Mysterio came out, now he's just making these superheroes up. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you're not, uh, you've not heard of Batman? And then Steve had said, oh, I didn't see the ears. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. When he came out, all I was like, he was wearing all black. And I was like, oh, I guess that's kind of interesting. But he had a cape. But it wasn't ridged or anything. It had the flat bottom. Mm-hmm. So it looked like he tied a beach towel around his neck. And I was like, oh, great. Now he's just making him up. <laughs> now he's just doing something vaguely superhero-y. I guess that's the only thing that made this the summer's WrestleMania is that uh, Rey Mysterio decided to wear superhero outfits. <laughs> because was, he missed WrestleMania. Yeah. I laughed really, really hard when he came out as Batman. Mm-hmm. And Dominic, his son, is a teenager now, so you know he's sitting at home like, Dad, no. you're embarrassing oh. me. Cut it out. You're Take dressing- off the mask and get little devil horns and wear yellow pants. God. God, do the Bronco Buster again. That was fucking sweet. Shit. Can I borrow the car? <laughs> what an asshole. No, I he's really, probably a good kid. That was really a good match. I was really surprised. I'm not a fan of The Miz, and I thought it was going to be a mess. Well, you're glossing this. over what was your guys' favorite part of The Miz being a part last year, which is the white condoms that oh, set up his yeah. awesome sign. Uh, every uh, We should point out that in behind that giant awesome sign, 
that, that inflates are these guys in totally white bodysuits. Yeah. And they look like they're uh, either burn victims or about to be burn victims. Yeah, like they're stuntmen that are going to be set on fire because that's what we thought last year. We saw the guys in the total white leotards or the fire retardant suits this is all the way to the face yeah this the is what face yeah. we are we had great covered. seats last like year like the conquistadors but white yeah. yeah like we had great seats last year they were starting the show and scott and i were like what's going on over there look at those guys in white they're gonna oh, set them on fire oh, so crazy like kane's gonna do something fucking awesome <laughs> these guys only job is to masturbate that awesome sign until it fully inflates <laughs> i believe the word you're looking for is in gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> so they just you know they shake and ruffle it and try to massage it to get it to inflate in the time that they need to inflate it. In. And all the while they're going, awesome, 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 <laughs> awesome, 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 behind it because the thing would fall down if nobody stood behind it and let Miz walk through. It would be a sad, like, balloon fall yeah, to the side. Because one was falling, remember, just yes. as the music hit. Guys, so I think the word you're looking for is flaccid. Yeah. I think those two guys are Miz's friends, and they're like, hey, bro, we thought of this really cool idea, you know? Like, we could have these letters behind you, and it would be really cool. And uh, when you check. So cool. Fuck, dude, awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that, before you got to the match, yes, that was I, important. I, the, the, that is very funny. I enjoy that a lot because we saw those guys, and Brett pointed it out. And, but that was, a, that was a surprisingly really great match for this me. Is what, I wrote this down. This is what Scott said. I'm so angry that Miz knows how to wrestle now. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so angry. When did Miz learn how to wrestle? Yeah, I He's thought, getting better. Yeah. He is. I, I, I'll give him credit. I, I'm not a fan. And uh, apparently on the Marine 3, they instead of teaching him how to act like a Marine, they taught him how to wrestle. I think also he's in, he's in that next phase <laughs> for his character. Like before he was wearing all those clothes that made him look like J-Lo. Like with this tiny <laughs> I hated that. I and, hated that gimmick. And then Hard he was sort of, he became the Miz. And I'm awesome. Like sort of fuck Dickish. Face guy. Yeah. Dickish. And now he's sort of. Michael he's, Bean from the Terminator. Yeah. He's, he's doing the sort of slow, slow talking Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Slow talking Jones. <laughs> oh, that old slave song. Yeah. Uh-oh, Booker. <laughs> I was for the coasters, the coasters. Okay, good. I didn't want them to come back in. But, geez, we're only halfway through the card, and we're, we're You guys talking about me? Uh, <laughs> you, oh! <laughs> I don't. Peace oh, out. Peace, Booger. Look, we, we, we have to get to more stuff. We have stuff like... Uh, we, we have we've piles. got half the card to go. We, we have piles of stuff. We, we're going to follow up with AW. We're going to talk to Funkasaurus's mama. We have uh, Hogan to talk to about uh, Brooke. We have an entire hard drive full of rejected touts. Oh, my God, the rejected touts. Holy fuck, it's as, as, as if I forgot to play all those. <laughs> um, you know what? We're going to two-part of this thing. This oh, is a wow. to-be-continued. Are you sure? I'm sure. I think, okay. yeah, let's two Bart the whole thing. Two Bart. <laughs> Did I say two Bart? <laughs> maybe. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Rejected maybe tots, next everybody. week you won't be as drunk. Yeah, maybe I won't be, but I fucking will. Um, <laughs> so let's get to our, our uh, we want to say thanks to audible.com. Go to audible.com backslash uh, uh, comedy podcast network to get uh, your free audio book. Thank you to Phil Ranta and the comedy podcast network. Listen to other shows on the network, such as sports, sports, sports podcast, and come to your senses, a new show on there, uh, hosted by uh, a friend of ours, Carlos Jaime, very funny comedian who has comedians on the show. Go to facebook.com backslash curtain jerks. Check out funny photos and stuff we have on there. YouTube.com backslash curtain jerks, twitter.com backslash curtain jerks. Send us your hashtag jerk tweets. And if you want uh Jack swagger, will read his uh, swagger tweets. If you send those as hashtag swagger tweets, 
And then, I should point out that just means you write something and say swagger tweet, and you can have Jack Swagger say literally anything you want. Yes, and he has often said uh, she sells seashells down by the seashore. Yeah, so it's time for more riddles that involve sexual body parts. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, and then, so listen to us on Stitcher. Listen to us on the Comedy Podcast Network. And also on iTunes. We have a lot of new listeners out there. If you're listening to the show, please rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us out. It helps more listeners find the show. And we're going to be back next week with even more stuff. Like I said, we're following up with AW, talking to Funkasaurus' mama, talking to Hulk Hogan, maybe even more surprises, some more rejected touts. And we will see you next week uh, with more SummerSlam. So uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brecken L. Have an awesome week. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.